from Shark Tank. Steve Baxter joins us. G'day, Steve. G'day, Mac. How you doing? How's your weekend? Pretty good, mate. I had a great weekend on the Fraser Coast. I got out the spit roast. <laughs> Lovely. You always good weekend. Yeah, always. Just sitting around watching that thing go. Sometimes you just need the simple stuff because there's a lot bloody going on at the moment, isn't there? Too right. My word. Well done. Mate, um, let's go straight to uh, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer, Paul Kelly, the non-musician, and uh, have a listen to what he had to say. My own view is that uh, uh, it's unfortunate that, that this mass uh, gathering happened, um, but I understand why it happened. Um, the, the issue now is, is that we are on uh, more of an alert than we would have otherwise been, and so we'll just have to keep watching. And that message, please, if you get sick, get a test, and then we'll know. That was him talking about the protests that have been happening. Steve, uh, they reckon it's going to be a couple of weeks' wait before we find out if there is any damage done from the protests. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, look, it's exceptionally disappointing, isn't it? I, I can't believe the, the lack of political courage. I think most state leaders have shown through this, um, you know, the fact that we've all locked ourselves away and mm. tried to do the right thing to see that occur. Uh, it's either one of two things. They've either lied to us, they don't care, or you know, or there's several options out there. Uh, but it's infuriating. You can have, what, 10, 5, 10, 50 people at funerals at various times. Yeah. 30,000 can cram into a square. And what gets me is that, you know, I'm not really going to talk to the cause because, you know, I love yeah. hate the cause. I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. But it, it, there's, a, there's a certain at-risk portion, which is the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community. Yeah. That we actually have biosecurity zones in North Queensland, mm. rightly so, to, to you know, prevent adverse health outcomes up there. Those people were there in attendance. And they're going to go home and hopefully not community transmit this thing. But I mean, the, the amount of the amount of hypocrisy yep. over the weekend is just stunning. Yeah, it's pretty scary when you see that sort of stuff happen. And as you said, nothing against the cause, but there are plenty of better ways, and it has been talked about uh, within communities as well, that they could have gone about things. There are online options, or could have waited for a little bit longer to be able to do what they wanted to do. It's um, it's a shame because, uh, obviously, there's going to be businesses and things like that that are going to suffer because of this sort of stuff. I, I can't see how a single fine issued from this point for the breach of social distance can actually stand up in court. I, 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 yeah. I find it hard to believe the unequal application of policing. I, I'm, not, I'm not a lawyer. I've got no idea of the legal concepts yeah. here, to be honest, but it, it would have to be an equal application of policing, surely. Um, and this, this government has formed me. I'm talking about the Queensland government. They yeah. really... They don't really appreciate the rule of law, to be quite honest. I mean, we've seen that with you know, resource projects in central Queensland that, that have received you know, just, just massively hypocritical and, 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 and ad hoc decision-making over the years. So that have fall. Um, I, I'm, as you can tell, I'm very disappointed with the, the decision-making ability of this government. I think it's terrible. Yeah, I think we really need to look at uh, what is going on. I mean, yesterday, Anna Bly's just hanging out with Terry Irwin. <laughs> I saw that. I actually, I actually, that was stock footage. I didn't read into the article. But she actually went up to Australia Zoo, to an empty Australia Zoo, did she? Uh, yeah. Uh, so they've got oh. their new tourism campaign, Queensland. You're good to go. And she's basically saying Queenslanders come and hang out in Queensland. So that's what she was concentrating on yesterday. Yeah, I probably, I probably do one better. I mean, I think it's a really easy. Without spending a single dollar, I could revive Queensland tourism. I'd open the state. 
I'd, cl- yeah. I'd remove the border lockdown and open to this state. It, it's actually ridiculous. I saw during the week, I think, as well, there was a story about how the, the chief uh, health or chief medical officer, um, Dr. Young, I think the name is, he's been put up for a Queensland of the Year award. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but, OK, we're all patting ourselves on the back. She's done a job. It's not a good job. She's hit this thing with an entire economy in order to kill it. Yeah. She hasn't even used her own money. She used Canberra's money. She's patting herself on the back after she whacked this thing with the economy. And we're not going to be allowed to just take the foot off the gas until we actually, um, you know, exterminate every last bit of this. There's no talent in, in the response here. There's just there's blunt force, unnecessary, unrequired. I do want to talk about something that is going to cheer people up a bit. I think so. Uh, Mike Cannon-Brooks, some good news from him, hey? Yeah, um, so, uh, I mean, I think that, that sector in general is actually doing quite well. Yeah. I mean, Atlassian is an amazing company, you know, started by a couple of really, you know, go-ahead young fellas uh, quite some time ago. He came out last week and uh, he had a bit of a fireside chat regarding, you know, we need to build our own Netflixes and, yeah. and whatever in Australia, which is, you know, I totally agree. Um, I also, I'd add that we can't do that at the peril of a traditional industry. So I really think we've got some amazing uh, resource tourism and other industries here that we need to support at the same yeah. time. So for me, it's not either or, it's, it's both. Yeah, um, but definitely. we do need to have extra focus, I think, in, in in building those new economy businesses. Yeah, you know, one of his big points was uh, why are we throwing all our money to the US for things like Netflix and not supporting uh, locally? You know, not making our own local stuff. And it, as simple as it might sound, I don't think anybody's really talked about it. I wouldn't say that. I think we we know that, and people working, and there's a lot of people working with really good intention in in you know what I call the startup sector, which is tech yep. startups, which is the Netflix and the bits and pieces. I believe that Mike's referring to. So there are lots of people doing that. You know, the, the one thing, the thing about you know in Australia we have these fantastic raw materials. We yeah. have um, you know coal and iron ore and all that sort of stuff, right? But the raw material you need for for the startup industry is lots of really smart, young, motivated tech people. So you know when you talk about the U.S. economy, which has got you know California itself has the population of Australia, yeah. to give us some idea. Yeah. So so you need a concentration of smart people, which is why this is really hard to do outside of big big cities, if you know what I mean. So there are success stories that do that. You have uh, up in Townsville, for example, you have Safety Culture, mm. what uh, Luke and has done up there. There's lots that you can do, but you need. Uh, amazing flow of really well-motivated, smart, honestly, young people. That is exactly what we want. Let's concentrate more on that sort of stuff, Australia. I think that's the place we need to be at, Steve. Always great talking to you, Steve. Thank you very much. Steve Baxter from Shark Tank. Cheers, Maka.